Oh my god! You are living in a TGIF comedy! <laughs> Set in Idaho! Hi, I'm Steve, and this is Then You Ruined It, a podcast where me and Jason try to get through just 20 minutes of human interaction without, well, ruining it. Buckle up, folks. It's gonna get bumpy. So, my dad tried really, really hard to make his house one of order and one of peace. But despite his best efforts, anarchy and chaos continued to reign as both of my sisters refused to put the milk back in the fridge after getting cereal. And so my dad called us together for a family council. And he's like, we are watching a movie this week as a family, Young Frankenstein. And he fast forwarded to this one part. And if you've ever seen Young Frankenstein, you will, of course, know the classic scene where they are looking for something and they find a secret passageway where you take a candle and the fireplace turns around. Gene Wallace's character gets his face stuck between the the, um, the wall and the bookcase. The wall and the thing. And he's like, put the candle back. He stopped it right after that and he put his hands like this and he's like, put the milk back. And that was my childhood. Whenever anyone would leave the milk out, and by anyone I mean my two sisters, because they're the ones who didn't learn, me, my dad, and my brother would smish our faces and say, put the milk back. Okay. Uh, two things. I'm sure your father's a great man. I'm sure he had a wonderful childhood. <laughs> did a great job raising you. Using young Frankenstein in that way is a crime. It's literally, <laughs> it's something you could be charged for and taken to jail. That is not okay. Especially if they haven't seen it before. If you're like showing them this classic comedy and you fast forward through the entire thing to get to the one scene that's also funny, but using it uh, in that way, that, 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 that's crime. He should be tried. Uh, secondly, it's such a long walk. There's, there's got to be so many other better ways to... Like, what in his mind, like, fired, like, oh, I know what scene from a classic movie would convince them both that they need to put the milk back. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's just such a weird choice and i as a father would not make that choice because i love that movie so much that there's no way i i could start it and then fast forward i'd start watching it. i'm like okay we're gonna watch this whole thing eventually the thing that i want to teach you will show up until then you're not gonna sit down with your probably 10 year old at the time daughter and go like now we're gonna teach you about rolls in the hay and huge knocker there are certain jokes in that movie that could be taken you know they, they could Taken literally and figuratively, and I think that that's part of the genius of the movie. So I, you, you don't know why Frau Blucher is funny until you find find out what that means in German. So this tactic sort of worked for a while until, as the '90s progressed, we came to the age of the Baja men, at which point it changed from "Put the milk back" to "Who left the milk out? Who? Who?" Who, who, who left the milk out? Who, 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 who? I was wrong before. Your entire family should be in jail. <laughs> so I can see the whole lame-ass Idaho white bread bunch of you dancing around singing that. It was. The, the, my dad, my brother, and I would dance around my sister like, who left the milk out? Oh my god, you are living in a TGIF comedy! Basically! Yeah. Set in Idaho!
where nothing funny happens. And this is proof. We had fun, and we loved each other. So you know what? Suck it. That's all that matters, because... And this is a show about ruining things. And there's no better way to ruin a family joke than telling someone else. Because they don't care about your stupid family joke. It's not funny. It's funny to the family, and it's it's endearing because it was something you all bonded over. And it's you all laughed because it's a great familial moment of laughter. But as soon as you try and tell somebody else, like, oh, you're going to love this. My family does this thing. It's like, no, stop there. Because nobody else is going to love it the way you do. And it's going to ruin it, possibly. I don't think I have. I think you still will enjoy looking back on your <laughs> just picturing white ass people dancing around, dancing around white milk, seeing it at a white girl who has left it out. Just the whitest thing you could possibly imagine. Who left the milk out? Uh, I, 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 I agree. I enjoy that, but also I enjoy it <laughs> very much in spite of your family. <laughs> like it's. It's funny, but not in the way you think it's funny. No, it's funny exactly the way I want it to be. Funny. Okay. That's important. Yeah, I can't think of too many instances. There, there weren't too many like recurring things that happened in our family, extended or not, that I really could point to. I know there's moments where... I, there was one moment of where we referenced a movie specifically that I remember talking about the intro scene to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Which is a big dance number, da 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 da. Anything goes, and the woman, uh, Charlie, is that her now? Charlie. Yeah. yeah. No, Billy. Billy. No, it's not Billy. Is it Billy? I don't think so. Anyways, who, whoever she is, uh, Steven Spielberg's wife at the time, um, she's doing her big dance number, and for some reason, talking about that at dinner, just talking about that scene, not showing it, not anything else, gets my mom laughing like I've never heard her laugh in my life. At that point, this is when we were, me and my brother were just boys. My sister hadn't even been born yet. And so we determined that, okay, we need to hurry up and finish dinner. We have to go get that thing on the TV so my mom can watch it. And she does. And she just rolls. Like, I I thought she was going to die from laughter. Like, I can't believe, why is this woman laughing like this? You know, sometimes you just get the giggles about something. You can't explain why it's so funny, but it's just the funniest thing to you. And nobody else is going to laugh. And yeah, that, that that's definitely one of those family moments of... I remember chuckling because my mom thought it was so funny, but also just thinking, this is dumb. <laughs> There's nothing funny about this. It's entertaining. I like it. I, I've seen this movie before, so I know what she's talking about, but it's it's not that funny. That's the only one that comes to mind of like, a, a again, not a family joke. It's just a... Yeah, see, that's why you think that family jokes are ruined, because you never had any. If you would have had a cool dad who taught you classic comedies and general hygiene and food safety wait 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 oh, yeah, where does hygiene would... come in food safety i'll give you yeah i meant food safety, okay. but i thought does he also taught us to put on deodorant by playing smells like teen spirit but it was smells like teen bo i don't know wait is that real no i just made that one. oh come on you can't make <laughs> something like that oh that's that's too juicy a fruit i was picking it from the tree and then you're like no 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 you don't want that one it's not real you, you turn it around, it's hollow. There was no fruit there yeah, There's a worm crawling on it. Oh, gross! You fooled me. Damn you, serpent. Yeah, that's not, that's not fair. You can't... That, 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 that absolutely, based on what you just told me about the milk, sounds like something your dad would have done. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've, I've created this rich character tapestry where no matter what happens, you'll believe it. I would call it a rich tapestry. I would call it a... a 
two ply, <laughs> a, a, a barely there two ply <laughs> setup. Well, now you're just a contradiction. Is it two ply or is it barely there? Like two ply is rich luxury by my standards. And that's just because the pandemic that has made you think that. If you could go back to three ply or more, you'd be happy. Trust me. Speaking of two ply and my dad. Um, <laughs> oh God. We would get toilet papered. And my dad's like, we got toilet papered again last night. Go clean it up. This is you kids' fault. Because, you know, adults don't toilet paper other adults. This is kids doing stuff to kids. He'd hand us a paper bag, like, go clean it up. And then uh, this is what you guys are wiping with until you use it all up. So we would just have a, a, a paper bag next to our toilet full of all the toilet paper that someone had wrapped around our tree. And occasionally you'd get, like, little leaves in your butt. Wait, so you'd actually enforce it? Yeah, he controlled the toilet paper supply. We didn't have any choice. So he's lame with his jokes, and he's also frugal. <laughs> we don't buy toilet paper. We wait till our house gets TP'd, and then we use that. No, no, he would buy himself toilet paper. He still used the good store-bought toilet paper, because his toilet paper was unsullied, because he is not the one who brought the toilet papering upon us. I, I I mean, I guess if you're doing something like that, being that jerky to other kids that your house is getting TP'd, my house, while I lived there, never once got TP'd. I lived in Kansas, which is pretty much as boring as Idaho in a lot of ways. So that's, that's not a reason why it wouldn't get TP'd. I don't know what you did that antagonized these children enough that they felt like they had to constantly TP your house to the point where it supplied you with toilet paper for your entire childhood. Here's the thing, Jason. You don't toilet paper the people you hate. Toilet paper your friends. And the reason you never got toilet paper is you had no friends. I had friends. And none of them ever got toilet paper on their houses either. I saw it in TV shows and movies. I never once actually saw something get toilet papered. When I finally tried to do it, I did it terribly because I didn't know how to do it. Nobody ever told me the, the <laughs> ins and outs, the, inconsist- the, the detailed nuances of toilet papering a house or tree or whatever. Granted, it was sort of a mutually insured defecation sort of situation where we would toilet paper people so they would toilet paper us back. So I think that was my dad's thought process. Like, no, my stupid kids wasted my toilet paper money giving toilet paper to other people. And then other people gave us toilet paper and I'm going to use that toilet paper. Also, most people would toilet paper our house with better toilet paper than we would use ourselves. So, you know, we kind of made money on the situation, which was kind of nice. I love that everybody got TP'd and then you were the poor family. That's like, oh, no, we're only using the cheap stuff on you. <laughs> They're like, well, this is all we have. So I guess we're using the four ply. It's like, yes. <laughs> Dad comes down here like, you know who you should really toilet paper? Rich man Henderson up on the hill. <laughs> yeah. I bet he wipes his butt with hundred dollar bills. No. He wipes his butt with much better things than you wipe your butt with. And that, I guess, is good enough for your dad. <laughs> My family's living the dream. Yeah, two-ply's a dream, man. I I, I mean, I, I would not say it's a dream. No, nothing about this scenario that you've described is a dream. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes you wipe your butt with that lotion-y stuff, and you're like, oh, this is this must be what heaven's like. Uh, yeah, never, never, never TP'd. Never got TP'd. Never... <laughs> That's not where we got toilet paper. We we had enough. My my dad didn't care enough to withhold the good stuff from us. <laughs> so it was a it was a family thing. It's like I, I I'm sure my mom bought the toilet paper. My dad never did any of the shopping, so she's just you know we buy the toilet paper. I put it under the counter. You know where to find it when you need it. If you don't think ahead enough to find a roll before you start going, then that's on you. <laughs> Waddle your little tush down here and get some toilet paper. Do the butt in the air panting around the ankle shuffle yep 
I swear to God, if I find a dingleberry, <laughs> does, is it called a di- it's called a dingleberry? Once it falls off, is it what? It, is it just poop? Bodaget. What? <laughs> Bodaget. Dingleberry that has been detached is a bodaget. You just made that up. No, I did not. That's a real word. <laughs> well, it's as much a real word as dingleberry. Dingleberry is established. I've seen that in like a movie or something. That was that was where I learned. My my brother used to call me Dingleberry. <laughs> He never called you Bodaget? Uh, no, because that's not a thing. It's totally a thing. I'm Googling Bodaget. Yep, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. What does Urban Dictionary say about Bodaget? <laughs> a term used to describe a hairy turd. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's not what also, I call either. There are different terms for types of turds. Of course there are. We're like Eskimos with snow, but with our own poop. Yeah, that's how I always learn. Like, a, a, a dingleberry is when you, like, you, it, it tears on the butt hair, and then once it has ripped out and is just there that's a bodaget oh my goodness i we have to change the title back of the podcast no but you learned something see i'm, I'm allowed to teach you things now <laughs> you didn't, this is what you i'm did, choosing to teach you you did not teach me about bodagets you just said that like it's a casual term we all know what it means you're just surprised that i didn't know what it was at this point nothing surprises me about you you don't know anything. You never toilet papered somebody. You don't go to the doctor. You don't know what a bodaget is. You're full of problems. That's why I don't know what a bodaget is. I've never been to the doctor. Yeah, a some... doctor would tell you. Like, so what's your dope bodaget situation? I'm trying to... It, it's such a non-word to me. And trying to reconcile it in my brain as Bo Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> so bodaget is just sounding more and more like Bo Jackson. But also like the 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 newspaper Dagwood character. And they're all getting conflated, and I, I'm just so confused. Also, just sounds like something that when something bad happens, you weren't expecting it. Ah, Bodaggett. I think that's what, where it comes from, because when you rip that dingleberry off and it hurts, oh, you're like, God. oh, Bodaggett. Okay, if I'm uncomfortable with this, nobody listening is going to want to hear that. Don't, let's, this is, this is a Bodaggett-free zone. <laughs> well, I refuse to go to a Bodaggett-free zone. I'm done. I'm walking away. All right, stay here. All right, oh, sorry. Yeah, you walk away. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> Boat daggets are not welcome. Thank you for sticking with us for another episode of Then You Ruined It. You can find more of our nonsense on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.